Hi, I'm Danny Murphy, and welcome back to Virtual Reality, where me and Evan Real spill all the reality TV news and gossip, and get ready to listen to our full, unedited interview with one of your favorite reality TV stars. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Jordan Emmanuel from Summer House, Martha's Vineyard. Danny and I are so excited to chat with you. We are big fans of the show, but we are particularly Jordan stands. What has it been like entering the Bravo-verse, and are you aware that you are quickly kind of becoming, like, a gay icon? Oh, my God. That just made me weak. I needed to hear that today. <laughs> um, I didn't realize that. Um, coming into the Bravo world has been interesting because it, it almost feels like it only exists when I log on to Instagram. <laughs> when I'm walking around, it's like, okay, like, nothing's changed, or I'll get a t- from a family member who's like oh I saw you on the on whatever or Sunday night or on this commercial or something I'm like okay that makes it real in a different way so yeah it's it's a weird juxtaposition of of feelings I think I also feel it must be such a weird moment for you because for the first time you're like oh I had like ups and downs with people last summer and now I have to rewatch them and relive them and look at them differently and then realize also what are people saying behind my back? Like how has been the reliving experience for you? You know, that part has been very interesting is not only seeing myself and, you know, cause we never see ourselves from a bird's eyes view. So that's a different experience in itself. Um, but also seeing the conversation I wasn't present for. And so now getting the other side of the tea, I was like, oh, okay. This changes things. Um, so yeah, it's been it's been an interesting thing to kind of see it play back, especially since it has been, you know, a good eight or nine months at this point. What conversations or confessional moments have been particularly eye-opening for you during these first several episodes? Um, you know, Nick's confessionals and little commentary have surprised me I didn't I didn't realize that that's how he kind of went into the to the the trip um and I would also say that Shanice is 100% Shanice which I think cracks me up just even seeing her just in like the formal setting of like very on brand for Shanice very yep box checked um summer so far has been a little bit quieter but maybe you guys will see that later oh. um yeah th- those were my big three surprising well i feel nick is full of surprises because we learned so <laughs> recently he has a full-on long-lasting relationship <laughs> with the girlfriend how was that twist for you you know for the first couple of days that we were there he came off so much more quiet than i thought he was going to so i was like What's happening here? Because the way you were in everybody's DMs, I thought you would be on our shoulder every day. 
Um, and so when that wasn't the, the response we were getting from, you know, hanging out, chit-chatting, um, I was curious. I was like, are you shy? Like, what's going on? You just like to talk on the on the gram or like, I, I couldn't figure it out. And so I think when the girlfriend came into play, the math was mathing, but I was not expecting that. Mm-hmm. Do you think that if you or Shanice had shown some interest in Nick, would he have maybe cheated on this girl? You know, I don't think he would have. I almost feel like he did that because he knew we weren't going to reciprocate. Oh, that's an interesting you know what I mean? Like, okay. I feel like he wanted to put it out there, but he, our responses were clearly not interested. Yeah. So I think going into the house, he knew nothing was going to happen. You know what I mean? So he wasn't going to get caught up in that way. But I don't know what the plan was to then tell us that he was dating someone. I know. I do love, because I that is so true. I feel, Whenever they replay the DMs, it's never like a boom, 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 boom. It's just... Right. Him just very one-sided. It's kind of just like him calling out into the wind. <laughs> right. And, and it's like and, you might get a little double tap light yeah. or something. I, that's what I notice. Like, when people slide into my DMs with a an interesting comment um I do do a double tap just because like I feel rude if I don't so it was it was nice to see you guys at least give them the little heart right like thank you thank you for your time yeah thanks for coming (laughs) (laughs) Jordan what has it been like watching these first few episodes back and realizing that everyone is in love with you Like, um, everyone has a crush on you. Everyone. I think I was surprised. that th- That's kind of one of those conversations that I was seeing that I was like, oh, word, you guys were really talking about this the moment I stepped inside. Like, the bags haven't even been dropped in the room. Um, and so I think that was surprising for sure. Um, from Alex and Nick, I, I wasn't expecting that. Um, Amir and I have conversations about it, which hopefully you guys will see it at some point. But those two threw me for a loop, especially Alex, because I just I was just thinking he was just going to be doing like acapella and eating tofu in a corner. Which I'm a vegetarian, so I never mind tofu in a corner. But I didn't realize he kind of had that side of him and was kind of playing. I feel Amir like laid his cards all out on the table, but. Right. Alex is kind of playing a little longer, longer game. What does Jordan prefer? Like, do you like someone who lets you know fully like, hi, I'm in love with you or someone just to be like, hi. So first of all, I'm very picky. So this is, this is tough. I'm a tough cookie. Um, I want you to get to know me first. I I really do. I, I just have a hard time believing when, when men are like, Oh, this one, this, like, you don't even know me. Mm-hmm. So you're, you're basing that off of my aesthetic. Like, I don't, I don't value that really. You know what I mean? Yeah. I also feel there's yeah. so many people that do the love bombing so fast when they're just like, I love you. I want to spend forever with you. So then they could try to be like, oh, okay. And then they're like, who are you after? Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. And I think, you know, that's great when that works for people. I just am not one. I need stimulation. I need conversation. I need you to think I'm interesting. I need you to think I'm hilarious. Obviously, I you need to think I'm the prettiest thing that graced the earth. But I just feel like, okay, what else? Mm-hmm. Well, I yeah. feel like Amir 
from what we've seen so far, he's playing his cards, right? You seem to be entertaining his interest, his attraction to you. What was it about Amir that kind of, you know, broke a crumb off of this tough cookie? I mean, I think there was an effort, um, you know, rowboity isn't necessarily my jam. Um, but you got but on the boat. I got on the boat. Um, he tried. He was always quick to give me a sweater when I was cold. Of you know, chivalrous and and chivalry and and manners. So those are good things. And I, I mean, he's a sweetheart. And he, I mean, hello, he definitely checked the good looking box. So yes, <laughs> we're, you know, I was like, oh, let me see what's going on. Why not? And I think if anybody else asked me for my time, I would have been open to it too. Are you still giving him your time today, Jordan? Because I, I I ship it. And like you said, he's gorgeous. You're obviously very stunning. Like it's like Barbie and Ken. Come on. It just cause it, visually it makes sense. But also I see the chemistry. I know Danny does too. We were just talking oh. about it before we got on this call with you. I think, I mean, I do think we have amazing chemistry. I think we have great chemistry now i just think it's is with friendship chemistry mm, okay yeah. and at I, what point did you realize it was more of a friendship vibe with amir like what is it about him probably, that you were like i mean he he is much younger than me oh he is he's five years younger than i am oh wow. yeah oh okay um, and so before we started this journey, he, you know, he'd never been New York City. Like there's, there's just a lot of differences, I think, compatibility wise that didn't link up. Yeah, like if, if you don't know how to transfer trains, you don't, you can't, you, we can't be in the long game together. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, if you don't know what the six train is, I don't know what to do. <laughs> yeah. He's like, Jordan, do you want to go to Eminem World? You're like, oh, baby, <laughs> <No>. <laughs> get on a hop on, hop off bus. Only I'm like, the boat on. was enough. The boat was enough. Yeah. But also, I'm <laughs> honestly really impressed. The fact that he was five years younger and captured your attention for as long as he did. Like, pro we got to give props to Amir. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, And we love Amir. We're still an Amir fan. But oh. yeah, just not my man, man. And I'm sure that's also probably why you were like, Jasmine, can we not make this The Bachelorette night one? Because that was yeah. so intense when I was like, what is she? She really, and I'm glad you told her that because she really went in being like, "There's going to be five weddings at the end of this." Yeah. And we have a question coming up this week about just that, actually. Um, yeah. So I'll I'll let you guys <laughs> fill in the gaps there, but yeah, I think she just wanted to see everybody kind of in a relationship, and you know, I would have loved for that to just have unfolded a little bit more naturally yeah well it's, yeah. it's so interesting it seems like she did want everyone to be in a relationship but she didn't want bria to be in a relationship with simon what do you think was behind jasmine's sort of i get i mean bria calls it disrespect i'm as a viewer it, it just doesn't seem like she believes the relationship is authentic i mean what's your take on that whole situation you know, I couldn't put my thumb on it. And I, I still can't put my thumb on what it was, the animosity towards Bria and her relationship. Um, you know, at, at one point we see Jasmine be like, oh, I got engaged after six months. And then yet it's a problem when Bria does 
moves to Germany after six months, you know? So it was just mm -hmm. like, I wasn't sure what was happening. Um, maybe she just was used to her and, and how their interactions were at the club, but I don't, I don't know much about that. I, I was honestly just as taken aback, I think as everybody else kind of figuring that part out. I, I yeah. love that you kind of have been acting um, try, or trying to act a little bit as a voice of reason to Jasmine, because we even saw with the whole laundry Milo incident when you're just sort of like, we need, you need to like bring yourself into understanding where everybody is coming from. Do you feel, were you almost surprised of instances in the way Jasmine was acting throughout the season? Yeah, there were moments I was surprised for sure. Um, you know, I'm getting to know her differently in we're doing something new we're on camera um we're all in this big ass house trying to figure out what roommates looks like again um you know and and it's just like she just just got married and so i'm i'm trying to understand because we had never experienced each other in a relationship before mm. um and so not only am i experiencing her with a Else. And so figuring that dynamic out, coupled with also getting to know Silas, I think was a lot. And I think that changes any dynamic normally. And then add that you're shooting a show, it's like heightened by a hundred. Yeah, there does seem to be a lot of tension around Silas and Jasmine and is Silas controlling. And a lot of that is tied to you and the conversations everyone has had about Jordan being the party friend. I mean, were you shocked that that has become such a topic of conversation, you being this like bad influence on Jasmine. And do you think Silas is controlling? You know, I was surprised by that. First of all, I was surprised the conversation because I didn't know he felt that way yeah. moment. Um, so that took me like, where did that come from? And then people's reactions. I actually was in like, I was, I felt better about it because I was like, am I, am I doing, I mean, and so kind of seeing more people reacting like, what do you mean? You know, your friends going out, you're not doing anything out of the ordinary. I was like, OK, let me get back. Let me get my bag back. Um, Silas is particular. He's particular. I personally in relationships require a little bit more independence and, and freedom. Um but I mean, if if she likes it, I love it. Has Jasmine changed as a married woman? Like, is would you say she's a different person than the girl that you got to know at the Playboy Club? Um, there are differences. I I wouldn't say that she's a completely different person, but also kind of, yeah. I mean, single single Jasmine is different than than wife Jasmine. Um. But again, like they had just gotten married three months before Silas had been gone for a year before training. So I'm sure they were figuring it out just as much as me, Shanice, Summer and Bria were figuring out where we stood with Jasmine as well. I also feel because so much of their relationship was going on like during a lockdown and COVID and everything, too. Well, now like people can go out and about and kind of being like, oh, is that how you like to go out? And is that what you like to do? And just kind of like. Yeah, this is sort of the me before we met and before we had to be on our couch for a year and a half. Right. And I think, you know, that's kind of what that white dinner conversation was like, oh, you weren't used to us being out in the streets, basically. 
So that whole concept being new to somebody on top of everything else, I'm like, yeah, that's a lot. <laughs> that's a lot of changes in a quick period of time. Yeah. Also, wait, you're pro free drinks, right? Like if someone wants to get someone drinks, like it's, it's fine, right? Like Absolutely. it saves Jasmine and Silas money. But it's also, I just feel like it's good. It, it's just polite. Like if somebody is talking to me and my friend is there and you don't buy her a drink, I'm looking at you like you're crazy. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. And, and also, it's not that, you know, he's trying to pursue her. It's to me, it's just, I don't know. It's proximity. It, it's the polite thing to do. And I like free drinks sometimes and fights. Like when Brie and Shanice were fight or getting into an argument after the thing. And then the guy's like denim jacket. Right. Tequila <laughs> shots are like, you know what? And I love how both of them had denim jackets on. So we don't even know who he was speaking to. It was just like immediately. Yes. <laughs> speaking of clothing that I was fixated on your pink fit. When you were dressing Phil down, you looked, I've never seen someone look so great shouting in someone's face. Jordan. I like, I wish that scene would like play on like a monitor above my bed for eternity. It was so You're my good. Margot Robbie. You're my, you're Barbie July 21st. Yes. <laughs> I'm living. It's so funny because someone did say it was like a Barbie beast moment. Um, <laughs> like refer to it at that moment. And it, it was pretty hilarious to watch. The, just like, just, yeah, it, it's all pretty funny. <laughs> the context of what's being said versus the wardrobe or lack thereof. <laughs> So, well, let's let's talk a little bit about what was said. Why was it important for you to sort of speak up in that moment and let him know what was up? Because, I mean, as a viewer, it looked like you were honestly trying to help him out a little bit as much as you could. And then he started, you know, it went sideways really fast. Yeah, I mean, I think where I was coming from was we were finally going to the club. Um, in the house for the most, we'd been bowling, whatever, but we were going to the club, which is what I was trying to do, obviously party girl or whatever. So, <laughs> <laughs> you know, we had just been arguing with, with Bria and Mariah and I'm like, okay, we're arriving and there's still tension. And so I'm like, okay, well, Phil coming, this is an opportunity to kind of wipe the slate clean and start over. Meanwhile, back at the ranch, we don't realize that. Phil has left our home in nothing but the opposite of cleanliness. Mm -hmm. um, and so everybody's riled up. Shanice and I are just trying to go to the hot tub and mind our business. Um, and so I was like, well, what's happening? How do we find a solution to this? Because clearly everybody's upset. I wasn't even really in full understanding of what had happened. Um, and I felt like instead of actually respecting that I'm trying to give him a lifeline, he continued to play in my face. Yeah. And so yeah, that that's when the beast emerged. It's so crazy how like, so his exit came in tandem with Mariah's exit. They were both kind of like poop related. It was, it was just like <laughs> yeah. a conundrum. It was an, it was a literal shit show. Right. <laughs> what, what do you think of, you know, the house sort of unanimously voting Mariah out? I know there's a lot of divided opinions on social media about that. Yeah. I think that at the end of the day, if we decided that the rule is that we can't put hands on anybody, unfortunately, she put hands on her, whether it was she smacked her upside the head or pushed her. You know what I mean? Like you physically touched her. And so that was the rule we established. And at that point, 
you know, that fell under that category, unfortunately. I do wish that we had thought more about bringing them into the conversation. But at the end of the day, I think the decision was ultimately going to be the same regardless. And that was also that entire episode was moments of you serving amazing, stylish looks while also <laughs> taking care of business. Because now I'm going back to like the yellow jacket you had oh, outside yeah. the club that I was like, I'm a, this is like it's literally Wonder Woman coming in. So I'm glad that you're mixing your fashion with sticking up for the people that have to be stuck up for. But I am wondering because we said we're still team Amir. Do you feel he should have? Put on, put on his fully grown pants to say, excuse me, that I actually did mess up the laundry. Yeah. I mean, I do think that was one of the moments where like maybe a little bit more maturity would have helped. Mm-hmm. I do. Yeah. You caused this whole thing. They're upset at each other for literally no reason. And all you have to say, you know, raise your voice, which we know you can do with and say, Hey, Hey, this is a misunderstanding. I did that. My bad. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, we we uh, chatted with Bria a little bit ago, and she also said the same. Like she wishes Amir just would have, you know, got in there and said something. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think it would have made a really big difference. Yeah, there's so much drama going on within the Martha's Vineyard cast. What's airing right now, but we're also in this incredible Bravo moment where. Uh, part one of the Summer House reunion is airing. And I know that you guys are friendly with the Summer House cast, that they've sort of welcomed you into the Bravoverse. Where do you stand in the Danielle versus Lindsay and versus Paige? Like there are so, there's so much going on. And I just want to see where you stand, Jordan. So I don't know Paige and I don't know Lindsay that well. Um, I've met Lindsay I've never actually met Paige um and she was lovely when I met her um Danielle and I hang out a little bit more so I think I'm pretty neutral on it I think people are reaching a different point in their relationship and their their friendships things shift and things change and people can't be the same thing that they always were to each other um and so I think I feel bad that, you know, they don't seem to be having as good of a journey in terms of navigating that <laughs> new relationship and what that looks like. Um, I, I really hope that they get to have a great conversation with each other and figure out how to at least be in a respectful place with one another because I don't see a friendship happening. Um, Paige, though, I appreciate Paige is always going to keep it 100 and just say what she feels. I I, uh-huh. I love to see that. You can't <laughs> do that. and i also have because it has been a week of intense finales ongoing right now in the bra we're saying it's like the bravo super bowl season and martha's vineyard is included in that it's like the perfect sunday to kick off the rest of the week uh with vanderpump rules also having like their finales coming out we did see there's there were some social media spies that saw that you and schwartz have hung out a little bit here and there after his uh watch what happens live taping what did he give you anything about Scandal? What are your thoughts on all of that? And if Schwartz could redeem himself, because right now some Bravo fans are mad at him. <laughs> I love him. He's just so sweet. Like literally how he comes off is fully how he is. And sometimes that does get him in trouble. And I fully encourage him to be more sturdy and what it is that is best for him. I think he he spends too much time people pleasing and trying to satisfy everybody else and it gets him in a lot of trouble. 
Um, And so I would love for him to just be more sturdy in what it is that he needs to do for, for Tom. Um, Well, himself, Tom, not other Tom. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I, I think that's where a lot of his issues come into play. He almost is kind of like the Milo of Vanderpump Rules because he's so adorable. <laughs> he's such a cutie and I'm rooting for him. But then I'm like, your shit's in the laundry, dude. You got to take care of yourself. <laughs> he does. And he does. And, you know, he definitely received some cussings that day that I, I saw him. Um, mm, so I don't know how that ended up playing out. Although I um, guess we're seeing it now. Yeah. Um, but he I think he genuinely is somebody that means well. Um, and he's just a really good example of when boundaries are needed. Yeah. And well, it's such a fun, unexpected friendship, Jordan, Emmanuel, and Tom Schwartz. I think that the fandom, though, is often quick to assume the nature of relationships when one boy Bravo Liberty is spotted with a girl Bravo Liberty, and they both happen to be very cute, very popular. They're doing their thing. What is the nature of your relationship? Is it friendly? Is it flirty? Maybe now that Amir is out of the picture because Schwartz jump in there. No, we are 100% friendly. Um, We just bond a lot over music or like when I have a new set, I'll send it to him. And we, we literally, most of our time is articulating our favorite music or like karaokeing or something like that. Have you been able to chat with fellow Bravo DJ, James Kennedy? I have not. I have not, but I must. It's on my to-do list. I'm seeing like a Bravo Con like dual DJ set happening. That would be iconic. Yeah, we're gonna manifest Your that. Lips to the universe. Yeah. That. <laughs> I also I already knew you and Schwartz were just friends because he does not know what the six train is either. But I love him. <laughs> he is so handsome and so cute. I would be worried putting him on the sub. I would also get lost. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I, I can't be the guidance and tour tourist and tour giving the tour guide. Yes. Um <laughs> You need to know where we're going. Yeah. But I'm yeah. also. I, no, go ahead, Danny. Go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, speaking of Bravo crossovers, we, the three of us share a really exciting moment that we all met Marlo Hampton on the oh. same day. Cause we interviewed her the time you were on watch what happens live with her. How was me? We were star. We, we were like starstruck. Cause she's such an icon. How was meeting her? She's fabulous. Yeah, She's so nice. She was just so friendly and just like, you know, giving me advice. She was like, she took my hand in there and we we had a kiki. We had a full kiki. Yeah, I, yeah, you are you two are just in my mind like a very powerful team. I feel like there's like some sort of like a shared um energy there between you girls. Yeah, we definitely had a, a an automatic synergy. Um I nighttime show. Um and she just made it a lot easier, calmed my nerves and you know, gave me a good cheer on. So I really appreciate her. Yeah. I feel like your star within the Bravo universe is very quickly ascending. I mean, we did watch what happens live. We're palling around with Schwartz. Like we've got the gays <laughs> gooped and gagged over the pink bikini outfit. Like you're really kind of doing everything right, Jordan. You know, I'm trying to do my corn. We try to lead. Um, we try to do our thing. But honestly, for me, the most important thing has just been myself and so I am very that I have people that 
you know, resonate with my heart because it, it's it's real. And this is just this is me. Yeah. And you're also a historical figure. I mean, let's just talk about your legacy within Playboy. I mean, come on. Like, how does it feel to sort of carry that badge of honor? As like, I think you're, you, you're the, the last Black Playmate of the year. I'm the last Playmate of the year at all. Ever, ever. Oh, my God. That is that's actually insane to think about. It it really it even now, you know, it's been a couple of years is pretty hard to conceptualize um, because it has been a brand that I, I've admired. I've always looked at like the Carmen Electras, the Pamela Andersons, the Kelly Monaco's. Like I, I could name so many women that I've always like found empowerment through. Um, and even seeing Pamela kicking ass right now, like it's still where she got her start, you know, it's an incredible thing to see. And so being a part of that legacy is it's insane. It really is. And like, also it it was interesting hearing in the premiere, how like you don't use that as currency when navigating relationships. In fact, it's something that you don't even really like to bring up when guys do sort of discover your legacy within Playboy, how do they typically react and how do you react to their reactions? So, you know, predominantly I've experienced in two two, two different ways. One being they'll try to befriend me and they'll play the cool guy that has no idea or like whatever, whatever. And then I'll meet their family or like something will happen that catches them in that lie that they've said that. Um, or the other hand is, I don't know. It, it's almost just like, I know for a fact, if they didn't have that knowledge, they wouldn't so quickly be sexual with me or sexualize me in a certain way. Um, I felt a little bit of that when we were filming, um, where it was like, I know you wouldn't be joking around this way with me if you didn't have that assumption of what playboy means Mm. no you wouldn't be doing this with a girl you just met and i'm sure also looking back at the conversations that were had without you there you're probably like oh this is just an added level like even them all in the car talking about oh so who's still into like everything like that i'm sure it's like the hindsight oh i see exactly what you guys are doing yeah exactly because at that point no one had had a conversation with me um you know i'll uh, Jasmine just trying to be like, okay, what's going on? But like from the guy's perspective, I'm like, y'all didn't even make me a part of the conversation about me, about, you know, I think, I don't remember who it was in the car that was like, oh, if she threw it at you, you wouldn't. And it's like, why would you even say that? Oh, yeah. Nobody's throwing ass for any of these. Right. No. <laughs> You're like, I'm cheersing my year of celibacy, actually. So you all. It was throw- that part too. It was like, so you guys don't even respect that part of what it is that I'm trying to tell you guys and be vulnerable with. Yeah. And it, you know, it, it, my reaction to answer your question, it's sometimes I do have my, my guard up. Yeah. Um, sometimes most of the time um, where I'm just like, you know what, I'm comfortable Netflixing and taking my own self out to dinner. And there's nothing wrong with that. I need somebody who's going to add to my life and not make me feel like I've done something bad or that how I am is too much. You know what I mean? So I would rather just wait patiently to find a six train rider. who <laughs> goes for- <laughs> Just kidding. Um, yeah, just for the right. Bit. <laughs> yes. Yeah. 
What are you looking for, though, specifically in a partner right now? If someone could sort of come in and make you break free from the celibacy situation, like what do they have to do? How do they have to be? It has to be someone I can learn from. Um, I love learning about different cultures and different ways of life and just things that I haven't experienced firsthand. I love to know about. Um, So I'd like him to be, you know, well-versed, cultured, has to have a great sense of humor um has to be a hard worker um and you have to be nice you have to be considerate those are those are definitely my I mean you have to be cute too like yeah yeah (laughs) that part (laughs) and and I like well you're not totally looking for that dream man who is cute cultured and charming I feel you are very excited I'm assuming because BravoCon is in Vegas this year and that's where you can meet your dream Bravo celebrity do you have one that you're like, oh, I'm going to fangirl? Ooh, that's a good question. Who do I think? Hmm. I don't know. I just love Dorit's clothes. Yes. Oh, I think I would gag just mm-hmm. to, you know, just to have a word and be like, ma'am, <laughs> you are serving everything on a silver platter. Everything. Yes. Um, Garcelle, I love too. Love Garcelle. Um, if Nini ever appeared again, I definitely <sighs> gagged. Um, she, you know, my mom's from Atlanta, so that's just like, oh, that was like the first Bravo show that was in our house. That would be major. Um, yeah, I think. Yeah, those would be the the top. Speaking of your mom, she must be so proud to see you soaring so high she must also be excited that you are now a bravo celebrity what does your family think of you entering reality tv well my dad is my only living parent um but he oh i'm sorry he he thinks she would be very proud he yeah. i think it's something it's funny because as we got into this huge fight because he wasn't like as excited as I wanted him to be about my watch what happens live because he didn't know what the hell was going on. And I was like, I don't know how to equate into sports world what this was, but it was something major. So I'm here visiting and he had a bunch of people over and he's like telling them the story and they were like, you didn't know who Andy Cohen was. (laughs) I'm like, thank you. Thank you. Um, but he is, he's super supportive. He's super proud. Um, he just has to do a little bit more research about yeah. what Bravo world looks like. He's asking yeah. some things. Yes. Mom <laughs> is definitely cheering you on from up above for yeah. sure. I imagine. I imagine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That is so cool. Okay. Well, Jordan, I, Danny and I could talk to you for like eons. Honestly, like we are so obsessed with you. We love what you're doing on Bravo, what you're bringing to, to the fandom and the Bravo verse. And we can't wait to see more of you on Summer House Martha's Vineyard. Yes, and listen Thank to some you. DJ sets too. I'm excited. Wait, yes, yes. I'm gonna have to send you some some new ones. I'm working on some summer mixes. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. But I do have one out right now. If you want to give it a listen, okay. Wait. Yeah, we will give it a listen. Yes. Wait, I'm just honestly curious. Like, what's like your music vibe? Like, who's like your like top three girlies? You know what? I'm open format. So it really depends on my mood. Like if I want to go super shake my ass and like city girl, hot girl shit, I have to have city girls, Meg the Stallion mm-hmm. and probably either like it, it probably rotates between Nikki 
Cardi, mm. Anna, maybe Lil' Kim sometimes. Like, that's, okay. like, my hot girl playlist. Okay, okay. Lotto's in there. Um, But, you know, when I'm by the pool or, like, summertime, I, like, very, like, transient, like, EDM pop. Okay. Um, a lot of flight facilities, Cascade. That's, like, my energy when I'm, like, trying to be, like, I'm in southern France, which I've never been to, but I imagine that's how it is. Um, so yeah, that that's the actually the playlist that's in my Instagram profile right now. So Ooh, okay, 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 I love that. Well, D- Danny and I are actually going to the south of France next month. Oh, you are? <laughs> I love it. Hey, 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 I'm on my way. Say <laughs> less. Okay. <laughs> I love that. I love that. Oh my god. Do you do you do weddings? You know, I've never done a wedding, but I would. I mean, I I'm getting married this year, so you honestly, are? I might I mean, hit you up. Let me know. Okay. I yeah, I feel like um yeah, the the hot girl playlist sounds like my vibe. So I would love you walking down the aisle to Nicki Minaj, Evan. Yeah, really slow, but on the piano. Yes, yes, yes. I've been on. Yes, I yes, a whole little chumley walked on the aisle. (laughs) You know the vibes. Yeah. Um. Oh my God, Jordan. Well, seriously, thank you so much again, and just all good vibes. We love you. If you loved gossiping with us, and I know you do, then don't forget to subscribe to our podcast, Virtual Reality, by Page Six. You can find us on Spotify, Apple, or wherever you get your podcasts. See you next week.